You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's going on, Zinger Nation? Happy Monday, June 14th, halfway through the month. Hope you are all doing well today. Hope you had a good weekend and you are ready uh, to make some tendies on the crypto market this week. Um, I think the bull market might be resuming a little bit sooner uh, than later. We're going to get into all that. Uh, we're going to interview Baby Shark and we're even going to have Money Mitch on later for the Moon or Bust segment. Uh, so get hype, go down, drop a comment. Tell us you're excited, uh, drop a like, and then go into the description real quick for me. Uh, open the link to the Benzinga Crypto YouTube channel. This is a separate YouTube channel that we just made for crypto exclusive content. Um, open it up in a new tab, click subscribe and come right back. I'll give you five seconds to do it, um, but get hyped for that. This is going to be all the clips from this show and the other Benzinga Crypto show will be posted to that channel. Um, so if you don't want to get your inbox flooded by the Benzinga Clips channel, this is the place for you. Uh, so now that you have successfully done that, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to bring on my co-host. So um, my name is Logan Ross. I am joined by the DeFi developer himself, Brian Moore. How are you doing today, Brian? Good. How are you doing? Real Hi. excited for today. Oh, dude, I'm so excited as well. I'm glad you're feeling better uh, from last week. We are happy to have you back in full strength. Uh, and we also have Liquidation Nation, Ryan McNamara. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you tired of me calling you Liquidation Nation yet? <laughs> no, it's it's getting a little old. I've been liquidated for a few weeks now. I'm kind of over <laughs> it, but it is what it is. Minus 17 cents in the buy bit still? Uh-huh. It's a good lesson, though, for everyone watching. Don't trade on margin. You heard it here first. In there. <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into it. Um, we have some exciting news from Mark Cuban uh, about DeFi. So if you guys have been following along with the show, we've been covering DeFi, the decentralized finance space, uh, which is like the new wave of finance on the blockchain uh, for weeks and months now. We've been talking about all sorts of DeFi projects. Um, like crypto has basically turned into DeFi at this point. And uh, if you haven't realized that yet, then you need to get out of 2017. Um, so Mark Cuban made a blog post last night. I'm going to throw it on the screen right now. Um, so the brilliance of yield farming, liquidity providing, and valuing crypto projects. So this is some stuff that we've been talking about even before Mark got to it. Um, but Mark is, Mark's finally catching up. The rest of the market will get there eventually. Um, but if you've been watching the show, you are officially early. Um, so, so Mark is talking about, uh, first of all, he's explaining what decentralized finance is. He's talking about liquidity providing. Um, which is something that Ryan is a lot better at explaining than I am. So Ryan, can you talk about um, what liquidity providing is and what like liquidity providing tokens are? Sure. So liquidity providing is a key part of DeFi because uh, decentralized exchanges don't put up their own liquidity for trading or for lending. So instead, uh, the users of these DeFi programs put up liquidity for users to trade against and they can earn fees for doing so. Nice. Very short and to the point. Thank you. Um, yep. So let's. I know. I know that he was in Polygon. He talked about it a lot here as well. Um, he also talked about Ethereum. This is bullish for all the stuff that we've been covering for weeks now. Um, and uh, um, aside from this, we have some other huge news um, in in MicroStrategy. They've been talking about a new five hundred million dollar bond that they're going to be putting into Bitcoin. <laughs> um, and according to Bitcoin Magazine's Twitter, that should be approved. Uh, expected to clear today. Um, and in the past, they have DCA'd in over a couple of days or weeks. Um, so we should see 
a huge, huge uh, investment coming in from Michael Saylor and MicroStrategies this week, um, which I think is really bullish on the price. Um, and we, what really set it off with the catalyst was on Sunday, yesterday, uh, yesterday, Elon tweeted, he set the record straight. He said that as soon as the, there's proof uh, that Bitcoin mining is 50% renewable, then uh, Tesla will be able to start accepting payments for it again. Um, you know, Elon's going back and forth, back and forth. The next day, one day he's our favorite. The next day uh, he's our worst enemy. Um, and speaking of Elon being our worst enemy, we're going to be talking about the Stop Elon coin a little bit later. Uh, Money Mitch is going to be coming on to chat with us about that. So make sure you stay tuned till the end. Um, we're going to be doing that in our Moon or Bust segment. Uh, so get hyped for that. Um, but yeah, what, what do you guys think about these three pieces of news, that being Elon, uh, Mark Cuban, and DeFi, and then MicroStrategies coming in? I'm, I'm thinking that uh, we're going to see a relief rally starting this week. What do you guys think? I think that uh, the Mark Cuban news, that whole everything that he put in there, um, is very, very bullish for crypto in general. It, it's kind of awesome to see someone, kinda, someone of his status where he's, in my opinion, he's on the same level as Elon with being not quite as, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like he, he doesn't, he can't manipulate the market quite like Elon does, and that's why the whole stop Elon thing happened. But I think that it's very, very good to have more people of his caliber talking about it, getting it out there. Um, with the Elon thing, I've been pretty upset about how one person has so much control over the crypto markets. It, it's very, it's alarming that when he tweets, you know, things go down or go up. And, um, so I'm kind of behind the stop Elon, but not in the, I'm not going to get really in depth about that right now. But yeah, it is alarming when some one person can manipulate the market as much as he does without yeah. knowing anything about crypto or knowing as much as he does. I totally agree with that. And Elon Musk seems to be focused a lot more on cryptocurrency. What I like about Mark Cuban is he's focused on yield farming and liquidity, providing all this new DeFi stuff, which is super cool. And he was saying in this article, too, he goes, banks should be scared more than once because he's talking about all this capital efficiency within DeFi and how easy it is to start a DeFi project. Uh, of course, there's a ton of competition within DeFi, so that doesn't mean everything's going to succeed, like he pointed out. Um, but definitely banks should be scared because of the low ca capital efficiency it, it takes to create these DeFi programs. hundred percent agreed. Most definitely. Okay, so um, Ryan is going to throw his screen up here right now. Um, but in the meantime, while he's doing that, uh, let's let's get a one in the chat if you think the relief rally is starting this week, or a two if you think the relief rally is delayed uh, and this is just a fake out. So one if this is a breakout, and two if this is a fake out. Uh, drop it in the chat. I'm curious to see what you guys think. Um, we just discussed that we are on team one. Um, but there is definitely an argument to be made on both sides and only time will tell for sure. It's, it's definitely too early to call it um, with any definity. Uh, but we, we got, so, so we got a lot of ones, a lot of ones, a lot of twos coming in now as well. Um, I, like to, I like to see this. If anyone wants to um, maybe drop like a sentence or two on why they uh, posted which side they're on, we'll definitely throw it on the, on the stream and talk about it. Um, but Ryan, are you ready to, uh, okay, boom, let's get it. So, so okay, you guys can you guys can see my screen okay? Yep, yeah. looks good. Okay, so I pulled up a couple things here to do some dubious speculation on the crypto markets. Uh, one thing here that we're seeing is a potential what they call a death cross, and that's the 200-week moving average and the 50-week moving average cross. And historically, when we see that, usually there's big moves for crypto. Uh, so I'd stay watching this, see when that crosses, and see whether or not Bitcoin can break above that cross or below that cross. Um, and other things, I have the RSI up here. I don't really trade on the RSI, but I know a lot of people do. Uh, this is undersold and oversold. Right now, we're kind of in the middle, which is good. Uh, we see when it dipped down, when Bitcoin dipped down to around $30,000, we were oversold. And since then, we've gone up some and we're kind of trending in the middle. Uh, so that's definitely something to look out for. Um, what I look at are some previous resistance and previous supports when I'm trading. And I don't trade very often. I mostly accumulate, but these are some good ranges to look out for. I think there's a pretty clear support at about $30,000 that we've hit 
not once, not twice, but about five, six times since about December 2020. Um, so this is looking good. We've been holding the support really well. I think the next resistance we're going to see is right here where we saw this resistance at about the end of December coming into January. Um, so we're really close to this right now. I drew this line maybe a little bit low, but right around $41,000, $42,000. If we flip above that, we'll be headed towards what's, what I said is called the death cross. Um, and if we can hold above that, I think we'll be looking very bullish for Bitcoin. Uh, and as you guys know, the markets follow Bitcoin. So whatever Bitcoin does, you can expect altcoins to follow. Um, so these are the, the prices I'm looking out for right now, right around $42,000 for Bitcoin. And if we break below 30, then that's probably some bad news for Bitcoin, maybe a, a, even a multi-year bear market, if not a few, a few more months in a bear market. Um, what do you guys think about these charts? Is that the day? This is, yeah, these are one day candlesticks. I, I usually don't go below four hours. I can, I can change it up here. Um, no, 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 I usually totally fine. I, I was just making sure I can't really quite make it out which one it is on my okay. side. Yeah. So let um, me switch to four hours just to give a little bit clearer of an explanation here with these candlesticks. Cause there have been several resistance bounces and, and support bounces here. It looks like we had a cross um, um, right there where, well, you were over it, but you see where that, yeah first little dip is and then it goes yeah um, so we had this dip over here and then we had that death cross like we said it looks like we tested below it then we came above it and once we definitively stuck above it we went from about thirty-five thousand dollars all the way up to about fifty-seven thousand dollars. so that's why a lot of people do trust the 50 week and 200 week moving average cross um, yeah. i don't really trade on these indicators but they are important for some traders with crypto, I think it is very, um, it's very useful. I think that, and also what you said with the um, no earlier with the than the four hour candle, that's pretty important. I, I usually, if I'm doing my crypto day trading, I use the five minute candle. I don't really do the one minute rarely, just because it's so volatile that the five minutes just as good if not you know go even higher but uh i just want i guess i just wanted to point that out i think that that's a very good this is a really good way to read how bitcoin is about to about to act as opposed to you know if you're doing on the one minute you'll never be able to tell i mean you'd lose a lot of money if you trade off the one minute chart in my opinion i bet people do but i couldn't yeah so so like ryan said i don't do a whole lot of trading uh either i'm mostly just investing and accumulating um, but it is always important to take profits. Step five uh, is the most important step that a lot of traders often forget to do. Um, but let's let's bring some comments up on the screen uh, and see why people have taken their side. So uh, Ed Miles, the homie, he's been here since day one. Um, he gave a number two, I believe, uh, because he he's just a little bit hesitant based on the recent history, um, based on what we've been doing lately. It's 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 definitely understandable. Um, let's see. Adjum says that when half the group is fearful, it means the bull can run. Uh, Steven says one, because baby shark will rocket, take the whole market with it. Yes. Um, awesome. Bitcoin is no longer King. According to Steven, baby shark is now the number one cryptocurrency that the entire markets follow. Uh, so you heard it here first breaking live on Benzinga. Um, and so, so I, I know you guys are hyped to get baby shark. Uh, the interview will be starting in probably about three, uh, three or four minutes. If you're here from the baby shark community, uh, go smash the like button. I want to see the impact that you guys can have. Um, while I look at some more comments. Um, so Igor thinks that it's going to dip, uh, and that maybe it was an Elon based fake out. So, um, this is definitely a possibility, uh, but we're, it's not just Elon, in my opinion, that, that has caused this. There are so many things going into it right now. Um, Elon was just one of the catalysts. Um, but I think that this this kind of a melting pot of, of bullish news could um, yield uh, something more than just a fake out. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, uh, thank you guys so much for, for uh, letting us know your thoughts. We are all here. So Baby Shark Gang is going crazy right now. I love this. Um, you know what? Do you want to just uh, you want to bring him on now? Yeah, let's turn on. All right, let's do it. Uh, so uh, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, we have a whole bunch of the gang from Baby Shark on today. Welcome, guys. How are you doing? Good, good. Good, man. Thanks, good. thanks for having us. Yep, yeah, we are happy us. to have you on. Um, welcome. So my name is Logan. We got Brian and Ryan here. 
Uh, you guys want to want to introduce yourselves real quick? Tunes. Yeah, Tunes is, uh, came up with the project, put this team together, and uh, yeah, we got a bunch of great people here. Yeah, I'm Han Solo. Uh, my name is Alex. Um, we we've been together playing cryptos for a while, and we, we had this awesome idea to make the project. So. FOMO Finn, Matt, uh, I do PSYOPs, blogs, social media, stuff like that. Sweet. I like token. <laughs> uh, Turtle Wake uh, or Sean. I do uh, ocean cleanup dives. That is so cool. Okay, so I think Ryan has the first question. Let's get into it. Sure. So thanks all of you guys for coming on the show. Uh, for those of our viewers who have no idea what Baby Shark is, could uh, one of you guys just explain an overview of your token and your goals associated with the coin? Yeah, I can take that one. Um, yeah, so Baby Shark, it's uh, it's on the Bit Binance Smart Chain. It's a uh, charity token that we came up with that uh, you know it generates a two percent transaction that we then convert straight into the NV into our charity wallet. And um, we've had the fortune to partner with, with the Gilly Shark Conservation, uh, working with them. Uh, we've made to date to them twenty k in donations, which is helping them with their uh, coral protection program. They're also doing this really cool program with uh, local Indonesian women, uh, training them to be scientific divers. So uh, yeah, it's just uh, we've got a great community behind us. Um, we're about a little over a month old, and yeah, we've just been slowly knocking off all the things that we've laid out in our roadmap. Super Very cool. cool. Yeah. So. so uh, you have another question, Ryan? Yeah, I just had a quick question. So you mentioned that you guys have raised about $20,000 for charity, and I know you guys have already donated some of that money. Is that the amount of money you guys have donated, or is there like a, a wallet that has funds that's constantly being raised? And if so, is there more money in that wallet that you guys are looking to donate, or is that is that total? Yeah, yeah. So we do have an official charity wallet that's uh, public. Uh, I believe you can find more information about it on our site with the address. Uh, I think to date we've raised about 200000 And uh, yeah, we've been doing biweekly donations so far to our, our partner, Gilly. And then we're looking to expand some other official partnerships going forward. Wow. So $200,000 for charity. I'm hearing that correctly, right? Yes. That's okay. awesome. Yes. Do you guys have plans on working with other other charities? Or are you planning on on staying with the same charities to donate to? Yeah. So um, so far, we've been in touch with a few uh, different charities. So like from the start, we wanted to partner with some smaller charities where you know if we were making ten thousand dollar donations, it would make an actual impact for them. You know, there's a lot of very large charities where this would just be another you know, check off the box for them, but. Uh, the feedback that we've gotten from Gilly has just been outstanding um, with, you know, the amount of money that we're sending to them and what they can do with it at their conservation. Uh, so, yeah, right now we we're officially partnered with Gilly, but we're trying to work, uh, reach and work out some additional partnerships. That's awesome. So, so, so say I want to invest uh, in this ocean cleanup projects. Um, what would be the advantage of investing in baby shark token versus just donating straight to the charities? Well, cryptocurrency is just so huge right now. And, um, you know, it's not easy for someone on their own to just get involved and just make a big difference. But when you take, like, the power of the community and everyone getting together, um, you know, a little bit can add up to go a long way. And uh, it's just an awesome thing to be a part of and just and to see what you can do. Um, so there's a strong community aspect behind it is what you're saying, right? Right. And you see all these meme coins flying around, you know, they're, they're not really doing anything. And we wanted to take that energy and focus it into like a movement. And, um, you know, I've really seen that from our community. We have people telling us they're, they're picking up trash everywhere they go now. They're super conscious about the environment, you know, just things that they weren't really brought to their attention before. Um, one of my buddies told me, like, you know, he joined the project just because uh, I was in it. And then now he's, he's going to be going down to the lake nearby his house. He's going to be cleaning up. You know, just like that conscious effort, it's like a big movement that we're trying to start. So that's awesome. It's bringing everyone together. And I'm guessing it's in a Telegram group chat that most of this goes on. No, we've Sorry. got uh, we got a Discord server. We've got a main website that's the hub for everything. And then, of course, all of the different socials that we all uh, run. But uh, most of it is between Discord and Telegram. Uh, but all of us are in both. So we try to keep it as fluid as possible. Hard awesome. to different communities, but 
So if someone wanted to join your community, where, where would be the best place for them to start? Babysharktoken.com, baby. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, okay, so Brian has a, the next question. Let's get it, Brian. Yeah. Uh, how does Baby Shark differ um, from any other currency on the Binance Smart Chain? Like most of them are all fairly similar, but what, what makes your guys stand out as opposed to another similarly focused token? Well, I can tell you that I've invested in a lot of smart chain tokens and I've never had the theme song of one of them stuck in my head for about 32 days now. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. Um, yeah, I would, I would yeah. also add like our tokenomics, um, you know, 2% of our transactions, like I was mentioning before, they go straight into our charity wallet in the form of BNB. Uh, you know, that's something that when we were looking at launching a charity token, uh, the ones that we've seen in the past, they, you know, they tend to accumulate their own token. And so they need to dump those into the open market uh, to convert it into a, you know, a BNB or into fiat to uh, make those donations. So, and, you know, and putting downward pressure on the price. So that, that's one thing that's unique about our token that kind of differentiates us from a lot of the other ones. Um, I would also say the official partnerships. Uh, I haven't to date seen any other other tokens that have gone out of their way to make those official partnerships. Um, I've seen them, you know, make donations to just various charities, but uh, having this official partnership is something that's uh, we're really proud of. Yeah, that's huge. And I, I really do like the fact that you guys have it converted straight into BNB, as opposed to, like you said, having it um, done into the wallet, then you sell your tokens to get BNB or USDT, whatever you want. And then that will bring down the price and you're just always in this struggle to get it back up and up and up. But when it automatically does that, that that's a really smart idea and a great way to, um, to do something like this. And I, I, I can appreciate that. I like so that. we have a we have a comment from Casual Lad. Also, the weekly buyback and burn. I'm not familiar with this. Can you? Can oh, do, you want, do you want to talk yeah, about sunken so pressure night? Brush up on that. Also, just a, um, a little more transparency about the wallet. We have it updated on our website and uh, the white paper for a while now. Um, it's the two percent goes into BNB. We we will always use fifty percent of that to donate to charity, but up to fifty percent, we reserve the right to throw towards more developments that make Bear Shark, uh, you know, bigger and better. Um, and part of that, uh, we integrated in the sunken treasure night. So we take 5% of the development funds every week and we use it to buy shark. Um, and then we use that shark, throw it into the burn and wallet and, uh, make it disappear forever. So it's kind of a double value proposition. If you're in here long-term, um, the last one we did on Saturday, was our first one. Um, it boosted the market cap up by like 300,000 and, uh, we burned almost 1 trillion shark. So, you know, it's something cool for the community to see every week, uh, a little bit of progress on top of everything. Awesome. That's cool. Have you guys used any of the money from the charity wallet yet to further development? Yeah, so we've used it for some of our uh, marketing campaigns so far, and then we've been using it to fund some of the cleanup events that we're holding. Okay, do you guys have like a rough percentage that you've used from that charity wallet so far towards development? Yeah, I would say right now it's uh, hovering under 2%. So, I mean, it's it's very minimal. Um, we've been trying to organically grow this, uh, you know, bit by bit. We've been fortunate enough to, you know, we had the Elon tweet a couple of weeks ago that came out of nowhere, uh, which generated a lot of media coverage for us uh, in Bloomberg, Fortune, Newsweek. Um, we've started to see some international news coverage, which has been really, uh, really positive. And you know, it's kind of alleviated us from needing to go out and spend those funds on marketing right now. But uh, yeah, we've got that dry powder ready to go whenever we need it. We wanted to take a different route where you see a lot of these tokens that just start throwing money at influencers that have big numbers. And like you get, I guess in, in some instances, you get a short term bump, but then it dumps right away. Like, and that's not what we're trying to do. I mean, the volume is fine for that, which adds to the charity wallet, but we're, we're more long-term minded. So to, to just be, you know, wasting money in, in my opinion, at these, uh, these influencers, it just didn't seem like the, the proper move for the time. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I like that long-term focus. Um, so there are two, two things I have a question. Uh, I want to learn a little bit more about. So one being the sunken treasure and two being Elon Musk, the shark. Yeah, 
Han, do you want to take the sunken treasure? So just talk about it again, or what? What did you want to know about it? Yeah, just uh, give a little bit more details on it, like what it what it is, what it's about, and why you guys think it's important. Right. So, um, I mean, one of the biggest things about the DeFi space that's different than like fiat and normal currencies um, is that most of these tokens are deflationary. So the idea is that if you hold on to it and it's a long-term project that's successful, um, you know, over time your tokens will become more valuable off the prospect that they're becoming rare there's less of them available um and so if, since we do the buyback and the burn it's kind of just a double whammy of uh creating value for long-term holders um i think too it, more than like just just the value on the chart like it's a really fun event in discord and telegram that really gets people excited and then after we do that we like go out and we raid some social media uh, sites and stuff like it's it's i think it is partially about like, you know, the deflationary tokenomic aspect of it. But I think more of it, at least for me, is like the community building. Like it's something you can be like, hey, sunken treasure night, an hour, like, let's go, let's get ready. Like, it's just a fun thing. Everybody likes to, to kind of rally around. Yeah, I Very thought it was cool. an awesome opportunity to turn uh, some tokens to like automatic burns, but we were able to do the manual burn and turn it into an event, which uh, drives the community. So nice. Yeah. I like uh, so, yeah. so yeah. Also, uh, the Elon Elon Musk the shark. I want to hear from Turtlewig. Can you could you tell us about that? Uh, yeah. So we uh, <clears throat> we donated to the uh, University of Miami uh, into their research uh, program, and uh, they use that those funds to um, buy all the equipment and stuff that they would need to uh, GPS track the sharks. And uh, we were lucky enough to get a shark, and we named it uh, Elon Elon Musk the shark. Um, <laughs> and so on our website, we actually have a way like you can go onto the website and you can see it, you can track it, you can see where its last uh, location was, and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, those that information actually really does help out uh, the uh, scientists and researchers that use it. So it's a uh, it's really good to be able to give back to them in that way. Uh, I know actually no a couple people in the Miami area that are in that kind of program. And uh, they told they tell me about it all the time. Uh, so I thought it was a really good kind of donation to uh, give to them so they can use that money for all the, uh, you know, GPS and stuff. Awesome. It's definitely important to know what Elon Musk is doing in the crypto markets these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he, he's somewhere, where, where was he last pinged at? <laughs> Chilling off the coast of Panama or something? Yeah. I'm That's jealous. That, that shark does a lot of swimming, man. He covers ground. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen you guys recently created BabySwap, which from what I've seen is a decentralized exchange. Could you guys tell me a little bit more about how that works and the incentives you guys have for BabySwap over just using something like PancakeSwap? Uh, we didn't create it. It's baby swaps. Oh, not okay. We are uh, partnering with them in a way to where our holders can use their service to stake and farm uh, and, and get baby while they're staking shark and stuff. Okay. So baby is a completely different token then, than baby shark. Yes, yes. So uh, when, when we listed recently on Cointiger Exchange, uh, BabySwap was also listing with Cointiger. And so their, their head of development reached out to us and said, you know, we've got this project called BabySwap. You guys are Baby Shark. We think this would be a, you know, a perfect match. And so we, you know, we went into talks with them, learned a little bit more about their project, did some cross-marketing between our different social platforms. And uh, they're running right now. I think it's like a 4X you know, yield farm special where you can earn up to like 600% APR by staking, staking your shark. So it's been a, it's been a really fruitful uh, partnership so far. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing what else kind of comes with it. They also have a feature uh, on their website. It's called trade mining. So if you were to use the baby swap exchange, uh, you, you would receive baby as you know, I think it's like a 3% kickback that they give you in baby, baby swap tokens. Cool. Nice. So a follow-up on that, um, Ryan, Ryan, I don't know if this question is still good, but can you tell us about the difference uh, between Char USDT and Baby USDT LPs? Uh, yeah, so the Shark BNB uh, LP is what we have staked on PancakeSwap, mm -hmm. and then the Shark USDT LP, that is what we have staked on the BabySwap platform. Mm -hmm. 
So is the only way to trade Baby Shark against USDT right now on the Baby Swap platform? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. And then if you want to do it through Pancake Swap, you'll need BNB to trade. Yes, right. that's correct. Okay. Good old silver chain. So yeah, and, and I'd also mention on Coin Tiger you can trade it uh, for Satoshi USDT, and then they have their proprietary coin uh, Tiger Cash. So we've got, I think it's four pairs right now that people can uh, trade in and out of Baby Shark. So we're looking to expand that as well. That's a good possibility. I think all the crypto stuff that we're doing is cool, but like I think the actual on the ground stuff we're doing is a lot cooler. I, I, I'd like to see if maybe Turtle could could talk to us about some of the actual like pulling trash out of the ocean we're doing. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I should sure. ask about the keys. Sorry to interrupt you, but someone blew up the chat saying ask about the keys as well for Turtle. Wait. Uh, yeah, so I, I live in the, the Florida Keys. Um, I'm a uh, scuba instructor. I pretty much dive almost every day. Uh, and I get to see tons and tons of trash. Um, and uh, so I re reached out to Baby Shark about uh, sponsoring some uh, cleanup dives. And they were they welcomed me with open arms, basically. They told me that they would be happy to help. Uh, so... Uh, I've been working with a lot of the local dive shops in the area to set up uh, monthly, if not, you know, two to three uh, cleanup dives a month. Um, so right now I have a ton of different uh, uh, dive shops that are interested uh, in joining us because a lot of them, they they have to have the money to get permits and they have to take all this extra time to get the permits or uh, sadly they don't want to do them because they don't see the like, the money that could they can make from it so because a lot you know let's be real conservation a lot of the stuff is it's not the most lucrative field so when they see the chance to you know hey i'll i'll rent out a whole boat they'll take it 100 percent. but if i go to them be like hey we, like can we use your boat for a cleanup they'll be like, eh, probably won't get that many people so probably not but the fact that baby shark's willing to just go ahead and rent out the whole boat that means we have a whole boat that's going to be ready. I can tell all my friends. I think right now we have the the one for the July, uh, July 6th, the confirmed one. Uh, I have, I think, roughly 15 to 20 people on board already. Um, so we're going to have like 15 to 20 divers out in the water cleaning up trash. Uh, typically on uh, most of the dives, we pick up anywhere from 150 to 600 pounds um, but wow. this is actually going to be one of the bigger ones that I've been a part of as well. Cause usually it's, I would say on average, it's probably anywhere between five to 10 people. And yeah, I've already got 15 people that want to do this one. So, uh, there's a good chance that we're going to be picking up quite a bit of trash on this one. And then we're looking to repeat that process, uh, every month or multiple times a month. That's awesome. I don't know about Brian, but Ryan and I are both PADI certified, so we might have to uh, come down there and help out. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. oh absolutely. Come on, I'm down. not, but I'll do it. <laughs> I can I can certify you, dude, so come there on. There it is. I got some shark in my in my MetaMask. I'll pay you in shark to do it. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Hell yeah. So Magical Unicorns wants to know, is there a time frame uh, when you can buy Baby Shark without needing to swap between uh, another crypto pair? Like if uh, they just ask someone to sell them some i mean i uh, i'm not sure what the question is uh, maybe they're looking for like a um a centralized exchange listing. yeah when, yeah i think that's what they're gonna look i mean it when swap and the other one's kind of the same kind of deal but i think they're looking for when is it going to be on a centralized exchange over a decentralized one but you said tiger coin right or white or coin tiger coin tiger, yeah, coin tiger. Yeah. so there you go Okay, so is that is that where uh, Magical Unicorns should go check out uh, CoinTiger? Yeah, CoinTiger is uh, currently the first centralized exchange we've been, uh, pl first platform that we've been put on. So yeah, I would I would suggest they go there. Okay, awesome. And I don't know if you're able to talk about it, but do you have plans for expanding that in the future? Expanding onto other platforms, other yeah. centralized exchanges? Yeah, yes, exactly. yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we're in talks with a couple right now. And so uh, CoinTiger is based out of Southeast Asia. So we're trying to make our focus on exchanges in other geographic locations like Europe and North America. That's awesome. Um, okay, so we have a we have a, an, 
an, a hater in the comments. Baby Shark seems like a rug pull. A lot of people might think this at first, but I did the research myself. I looked at the audit and I looked at the, the wallet distribution and there's no one person that has a chance to, to rug pull this. Could, could you guys talk about this more um, and talk about how distributed your coin is? I think if you're swimming around in the ocean and someone tries to pull a rug from under you, it doesn't really affect you. So <laughs> we've, we've definitely seen a lot of uh, rug pull PTSD out there. And that's yeah. been one thing like, coins that started uh, a couple months before us didn't really have to fight against that because nobody knew what it was yet and then all of a sudden everybody's rug got pulled and we're all walking around on cold hardwood floors and it's like they want extra reassurance and stuff and i i fully understand that like you guys there was a lot of rugs that got pulled like i i can i feel your pain but this definitely isn't one of them uh, I mean, the chart can speak to that. The partnerships can speak to that. The receipts for the donations, all of that stuff. If we were going to pull the rug, like that's, it's a lot of work. I don't think people understand like how much work goes into this stuff, but like there's easier ways to pull a rug <laughs> than, uh, than <laughs> Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, we wouldn't have spent a, you know, over a month and, you know, working around the clock, making those donations to various charities, um, you know, getting onto different exchanges, uh, going out here and doing interviews with you guys. I mean, yeah, it, we're, we're putting in all the effort. So I, I can understand. I guess we're always going to get haters if we're doing things right. So, yeah, yeah, you got you guys yeah, have my true. confidence um, from looking at the audit. Could you tell us a little bit more about the audit? Uh, yeah, uh, we had our audit through TechRate, which is one of the more reputable ones uh, in the DeFi space. Uh, we had it, uh, you know, before we launched, we reached out to them and established that uh, audit had it started to roll. And then I think we re uh, received it about a week in. Uh, so, yeah, everything came back, uh, you know, passed and it's posted up on the website for people to read through. And uh, we're always here. You can also go in our FAQ if there's any questions you have. We've addressed them there as well. So, yeah. Awesome. Oh. That's very cool. I, I want to give a quick thank you to Agabagoo for the five, uh, B Turn for the five, uh, and RG Lover 641 for the 10. Uh, we appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, and we are happy to have Baby Shark uh, Token on here. We love this community. We love this project. Um, thank you guys all so much for coming on. Is there anything else that you want to mention or shout out uh, before we move on? I'll go back to the exchange thing. Um, so what they're really asking, you know, they want Baby Shark to be readily available and accessible. You know, it's not easy for everyone to go on PancakeSwap. They don't know what they're doing exactly. Um, so we are working on things to make it more readily available. They can't really give time frames. Um, also, if you're talking about like bigger exchanges, uh, on our 2022 goals early on, we are looking into being listed on Binance. Um, we do have someone um, related to us who, who talks to the administrators and has been kind of bugging me. He's always like trying to figure out where we are in, in our progress um, to see um, how far along we can get with that. So, um, And then we're going to be meeting up with some providers to see if we can uh, offer Baby Shark uh, in the form of like when you could buy out just your card and it'll just go to your trust wallet. Um, hopefully that can come sooner. So. Did Han just say he knows somebody at Binance that asks when Binance? That's that's amazing. <laughs> He's in my DMs like, when what, did you guys, oh. what did you guys donate? What's your next exchange? He's like, yeah. we need to get like more progress. And then, you know. Awesome. So look out for them on Binance early 2020. We've got a couple chat questions. Um, Ed Miles wants to know, is there any Baby Shark merch? Uh, and Andre wants to know if you are planning to buy any decommissioned ships. Uh, so we do have a Baby Shark token shop. I believe the link's on the website. Um, so yeah, you can purchase merch merchandise there. Uh, buying decommissioned ships for Reef Habitat. I don't know, Turtle Week. Turtle Week. Do you know anything uh, about that? I, I want. A, uh, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would be hundred percent down for that. <laughs> uh, we actually have three, four. Yeah, three or four decommissioned ships down here that that are part of. Uh, reef habitats and it would be cool to get a baby shark one i can take uh, everyone out diving to it the uh, artificial reefs are actually really good uh, as well so if that's a possibility i think that'd be great i'd like to see us get a piece of the titanic and maybe start a reef <laughs> in that yeah that would be there's actually a recently decommissioned boat there's like a marine vessel got decommissioned and i think the keys is looking at it to bring it down here 
maybe we'll look into that. So Turtle, like, do you have any idea of like how much those boats cost now that they're decommissioned? Uh, no, not really. Uh, okay. the, the one that I dive the most down here is uh, the USS Spiegel Grove and it's 510 feet long, weighs like 9,000 tons. So I um, bet wow. it was a pretty penny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm sure you guys are well on your way with about $200,000 raised for charity already. So. <laughs> yeah. Well on the way. It'll be a dinghy first, but we'll work up to it. Yeah, bit. exactly. We'll start with cool. a, 45 foot catamaran right all right that sounds great thank you guys all so much for coming on we really enjoyed this uh we hope to have you back on in the future oh yeah thanks for having us you guys it's been awesome thanks for having us yeah Yeah, thank thank you you guys i'm really excited about your project it's like i said i am full disclosure i am an investor so i'm all about it glad to have you it's the qr code fomo fan babysharktoken.com baby boom bam we also put the link in the description below. You can find it there uh, real quick. So make sure you go check it out uh, and purchase some if that's something you're interested in. All right, guys, um, we are going to move on. But thank you so much. Have a great one. All righty. Uh, did you guys like that interview? Drop some, uh, drop some love. Drop some feedback in the comments. Uh, I know that I loved it. I thought that was a great time. Uh, Ryan, Brian, I think you guys enjoyed it as well. Yeah, is that safe to say? Oh, yeah, yeah, super cool project for sure. I love how they're already donating. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's huge. And twice a week as well, and the full transparency, the full team, like them being willing to come on here and talk to us, that just, it says a lot. Agreed. I, I think that um, how they have it all set up, like they were kind of, from what I can tell and from all the experience that we have as kind of looking at these projects, they were kind of the first, uh, they were, the newest people to do the or the one of the first people to do the BNB instead of straight the marketing wallet where it just goes straight to um to your supply instead of it not affecting the price. And I think that was a really good idea. Yeah, I, that's um, huge. I like and that a whole lot. So for all the baby shark community that might be new to the Benzinga ecosystem, make sure you subscribe and check out the crypto channel as well if that's what you're interested in. Um, but we're happy to have you all. We're so glad you're enjoying it. Uh, and welcome to Zinger Nation officially. Uh, from downtown Detroit, Michigan. Um, so we are going to move on to the next segment. This show is called Moon or Bust, and this segment is called Moon or Bust. This is where you tell us your altcoin tickers, uh, and we will look them up. Whether we know something about them or not, we're just going to show you our thought <laughs> process on how we approach these coins. Uh, we are also going to be bringing on Money Mitch, the man himself, to talk about the stop Elon coin in about five minutes. Uh, so we, we have... Uh, time for maybe one or two before we get going on that. So drop some tickers in the chat right now, uh, and we will pull them up on Coin Market Cap and get going. Got Hydra, Mana, RLC, AMP, Poop Coin. Brian, I'll let you pick the first one today. <laughs> um. Okay, I just want to mention someone said the ADA smart contract demo was successful. I didn't I didn't see that yet, so that's really awesome. That's cool. Um I think the first one I saw was Amp Coin. So or we we just did that we last We talked about week. Amp on the last episode. Yeah, so let's do I guess the second one, RLC. RLC. Let me see if I can find that comment. Okay. I think RLC. that's on Coinbase. Is it on Coinbase? Oh, is it the yeah, this is, is iExec. The iExec. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we have talked about this one yet but it is on coinbase and you know how much we like coins on coinbase yes coinbase always does their due due diligence before adding projects um to prevent people uh, from getting rug pulled on their platform so this one's pretty big it's got it's the 133rd biggest buy market cap 284 million um their circulating supply of 80 million coins it's based on the ethereum uh network and let's let's take a look at this chart ryan you want to break it down for us yeah, so if I had to guess that big spikes probably when they got listed on Coinbase and then since they've gone down, um, a lot of these coins that got listed on Coinbase recently have gone down more than other coins. Um, that's really just because they got listed, it spiked up really at the end of the cryptocurrency bull market that we saw. And since we've had that correction, it's gone down with it, but it's just gone down more because it did have that pump when it was listed on Coinbase. Something I did see about RLC too is 
their maximum supply is I think 87 or 88 million and there's 80 million in circulation right now. So there really isn't much of an inflation risk with this crypto. Nice. I'm not exactly sure what it does though. Uh, do you so, guys know exactly what the use case is for this? Yeah, they are a um, decentralized marketplace for off chain resources. So they have a full on SDK uh, software development kit and a full on um, CLI interface. So you can you can use it to develop and you know create your own DApps and use resources that they kind of provide that you that you pay for with um, RLC. So it's a it's a really interesting project. It's a um, they have a lot of different like so resources you can like pull from using their um their chain or their whole project so it's really really neat i like it a whole lot it's so does this work does this work alongside ethereum and other smart contract blockchains or is this a competitor or is this a competitor for Chainlink, or or what do you think about that so from what i can tell is it you can pull resources off chain so um they have a full like a full-on academy where you can go where you can go on their site and um learn about everything that they do um but it's more of a marketplace so not necessarily how ethereum is where you can build off of your ethereum or um and you use ethereum's blockchain and sturdiness and everything like that but i think it's more of giving you extra resources on ethereum and so you can be on whatever chain you want uh, say B- Binance or something else, and you can use this platform to gain resources to power your um, whatever you are going to build. I think that's how I understand it for right now. I- I'm not 100% certain on it because I haven't looked a whole lot into it, but from what I gather, it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty neat. It's for developers and for building. Yeah, it looks like it's decentralized like server space almost, which is very important for cryptocurrencies, right? Because all these front-end websites like Uniswap.org right now, those are all running just on the internet, right? So if the government really wanted to shut it down, you can't shut down Ethereum's blockchain and you can't shut down Uniswap, but they could just go in and shut down the Amazon Web Service or whatever they're running on. And then you can't get access to the website unless you have a VPN. Um, so projects like these are definitely very important for the cryptocurrency industry. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And the token here is used uh, to exchange for these uh, web services, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to give this one a moon, especially if it's on Coinbase. That's really all I need to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. It, it's, it reminds me of uh, how the graph works, where you pay for the graph and you get resources, but they, theirs is a different, there's data vis, vis, visualization. So it's a lot different than pulling resources, but it's the same principle. And I really like that. And I think it's a very smart and um, new thing that's going to be happening. We'll see a lot more copycats to these kinds of projects. I give it a moon too. And I'll give it the third moon. Uh, As you could see from the chart, I mean, it's at $3.50 right now and the all-time high was over $12, right? So if we see this bull market continue in a month or in a few weeks or even in a few months, if we can get past that all-time high, that's almost a 4x return right there. So... Definitely yeah. a moon for me. It, it, it's even, it's, uh, I just pulled up one of the things um, that it had a use case. They uh, they had a showcase for 5G and blockchain combining those two technologies. So um, in 2019 at the Mobile World Congress. And that is really, really cool. They, they have a, if you go on their website, you can just spend a whole lot of time checking out what they got going on. But it's a it's a lot to unpack, that's for sure. Very, very cool. Um, okay, so now we are going to bring on Money Mitch himself to talk about Stop Elon Coin, the Stop Elon project. Uh, so, Mitch, how you doing today? Welcome to Moon or Bust. What's going on, guys? I'm I'm super excited to be on. One of the things that I've been hearing about is this Stop Elon. And, and I have like the page pulled up here. At least I want to show that for a second here. So you guys could check it out too. It's stopelon.space. But explain to me, guys, because I got a lot of people asking me questions about this. What is this really? I, I think that it's uh, from what I gather is um, I watched their YouTube video and kind of got a, a lot better idea of really what they wanted. Um, I also just learned about this today. 
Um, I saw a little bit mentioned on Twitter, but didn't dive too far into it until you mentioned something. And I think what these people are wanting to do, well, I agree with some of their frustrations that these people have. I, I think that Elon Musk has way too much control over the whole crypto market where if he tweets one thing or, you know, stops taking Bitcoin, it tanks 10 to 20 percent. Um, and no one person should have that much control over a decentralized entity. And so I get their frustrations. I don't know exactly if this is the way to have, you know, stop it. But it's a I guess it is a one way to go like try. It's kind of neat. Hey, I think it's an interesting movement. I mean, like they said, they're they're trying to be more of a movement than just a focus here. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I kind of agree. I mean, there's definitely a, another level of market manipulation that's been going on um, than at least what we've been even accustomed to. It's more on the social side now than kind of uh, used to see kind of like, let's say, chat rooms kind of doing stuff like this. But now it's coming from influencers like Elon what do you guys think about that? Do you think we're going to continue to see kind of this social trend where social influencers lead us? Well, it's certainly in crypto when it's like such a speculative market. Um, there is a lot more room for influencers to move the market and to have that pull. Um, that's something that should be expected. It's been going on in crypto for a while. And it was Richard Branson before. Uh, um, and now it's now it's Elon. Like so, so I, I guess the goal of the Stop Elon project, right? They're raising money to buy shares of Tesla. All the, all the money that gets invested in their cryptocurrency will be used to buy shares of Tesla so that they can eventually accumulate enough voting power within the, the Tesla corporation to fire Elon Musk. Um, wow. This is, this is wow. quite a lofty goal. <laughs> yeah, that that's I lofty for sure. Yeah, but hey. heavy. I don't think it's achievable. Um, <laughs> no. you, you know, when, when Elon started accepting Bitcoin, everyone praised him. Um, when he stopped, everyone hated him. Uh, now, yeah, as of yesterday, he's open to accepting it again. He's flip-flopping back and forth. And that just means that this cryptocurrency could be irrelevant in a week. Um, it's not something that I'm going to be investing in. I won't even consider it. It's way beyond my risk tolerance. Um, and I don't think as a, as a fundamental project, it has any grounds. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I think there's virtually no way that they'd be able to buy enough Tesla shares to vote Elon out of his position at Tesla. I mean, they'd probably have to have hundreds of billions in market cap on Stop Elon to be able to repurchase. I don't really know their tokenomics, but if it's anything else, like a lot of the Binance Smart Chain tokens, it's less than 10%. So extrapolating that out, 10 times, the sh they would need 10 times the market cap just to be able to take Elon out of his position. It doesn't really make sense to me. And like Logan said, I mean, Elon's on our side a lot of the time. He's not always, but when he is, who's really interested in Stop Elon, right? If he starts accepting Bitcoin again, then who really cares about Stop Elon? He's doing good for the market, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, definitely. I mean, I agree with what both of you have to say. Brian, go ahead and, and finish up. Oh, I was just, I, I did want to clarify that no, I don't think this, is, this project is going to work out, or nor would I invest in it. But I, I see the frust again, I see the frustration. Right. I think that it's kind of a bad mindset to go about to get a man fired because of this. Like, why not raise money to just get his attention and talk to him about it instead of trying to attack him? Because I mean, mm -hmm. I don't think he means like means to do bad. I don't think he's meaning to do it. I could be wrong, but you know, I think he has good intentions. Well, hey. I just wanted to come on and ask from the experts. So thank you guys for answering this. I will bring it to Money Mitch so they can definitely hear about it. And I appreciate you guys letting me on. Hey, we're happy to have you. Come back again soon. Anytime. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Does Peace the out, Doge man. go? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. The Benzinga uh, collab just happened. Um, so we have time for one or two more cryptocurrencies. Uh, then I, Ryan and I have to hop off. Uh, go to a meeting. Otherwise, Hot Stocks Luke is going to fire us. Um, so let's get some more tickers in the chat. Brian, have you seen any? Uh, have you seen any that you want to look up? Uh, I'm not seeing any just yet. Let's get some more tickers in the chat. Let's yeah. get those tickers going. Um, also, Sounds I want to put Nada in. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Um, yeah, I, I want to bring up this this one comment that I saw. Uh, we did technicals on today's show literally 30 minutes ago. Rewind and check yourself. Uh, thanks. That's um, that's my <laughs> TED talk. Um, but yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. Have we done scale recently? Have we done? We got uh, getting. We've covered scale before. 
Uh, I ha we haven't covered E Finance before. Uh, or, or E and J. And uh, did we do? We have have we not done Engine yet? Not. I don't think so. No, I'm okay, pretty sure we haven't. All right, let's do Engine. So Engine is a gaming platform. It's a blockchain gaming platform. It's the seventieth biggest uh, cryptocurrency by market cap. Um, currently valued at $1.1 billion. The circulating supply is $830 million. It's based on the Ethereum blockchain, as you can see here. Um, I'll pull up their website while Ryan goes over the technicals. You got any uh, thoughts on this chart? Yeah, I really, really like Engine. So uh, one of the creators of Engine actually helped develop a token standard on Ethereum called ERC-1155. Uh, you guys are probably familiar with ERC-20s. Those are the most common uh, Ethereum tokens. There's also ERC-721, which are NFTs. But ERC-1155s brings the benefits of non-fungible tokens and fungible tokens into one. Uh, so that might not really make sense, like thinking about it at the surface level, because how can something be fungible and non-fungible? Uh, but essentially what it's doing is creating a token that can be used in game. So say like Clash of Clans, for example, you could tokenize like the fungible gold and elixir in Clash of Clans, but then you could also tokenize like the special objects or like the builder huts, stuff that's not fungible also in the game. Um, and besides for that, there's just a lot of promising stuff going on with Engine. They have some of the most users out of any uh, NFT gaming platform. They have a lot of games being developed. I'm certainly bullish on this, so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give it a moon right now. I will as well. Um, it's on Coinbase. They're doing a lot of cool stuff, uh, and they're based on Ethereum. I am bullish on this project for sure. I'm going to give it a moon. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I, there's nothing else really to say about it. You, you nailed it, so mm -hmm. I, I, I like it. It's got a lot of potential for sure. So Kane Du, the one that, that brought up Engine, wants to know, are NFTs dead or do we need more hype beasts? That's a pretty we good question. More hype beasts. We okay, always need more hype beasts. <laughs> I think uh, selling an NFT for $66 million is kind of dead now. Um, but NFTs as a whole, it's it's there's so much more to NFTs than art. Then there's a it's a it's a whole technology that can be utilized in a thousand different ways. Um, NFTs are, again, are not just crypto punks are not just people. It's not just those things that you see on open ocean or that cost like 20 ether for some really crappy cartoon version of something from someone you don't know. NFTs can create full on um, products. They can be, tickets for concerts they can be um your proof your a receipt that you get from the store it can it, there's mm -hmm. so many use cases for nfts that nft is not dead whatsoever yeah they can even be like the sticker on your banana you could see yeah. where your banana comes mm -hmm. from by scanning it yes exactly it, there's so many use cases we'll probably do a full episode on on uh nfts and everything but nft art i don't know i i never got into it so i don't really know much about it that I, I do know that you're not going to sell for $60 million anymore, but NFTs are not dead. They are, it's a very interesting and uh, important part of the blockchain ecosystem. Yeah, the NFT bubble may have collapsed, but uh, there are still so many fundamentally strong use cases that are still being worked on that it haven't even been thought of yet. Um, so long-term NFTs, I'm very bullish on. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Alrighty, um, I have to run. I think Money Mitch is going to come back on uh, and and finish up this show with Brian. Take it all the way to pre market prep at the close. So special edition on Mooner Bus today. Uh, we are going overtime with Money Mitch himself. M Mitch, can I add you back to the stream? Are you are you here? I see him down there, but he's on audio only. So I'm gonna... all right. So um, just to make sure, I, I didn't want to go too far with Brian. I don't know if you want to keep going, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to start at the close. I can send you that link th now, and then we'll we'll go ahead and just get into at the close. Brian, if you want to join that up, I was going to take a look at some crypto because you know definitely on the move, and also crypto stocks. So if you want to join up that one, you can join up. If not, we'll just go right into at the close, guys. So definitely one of the things I didn't want to do is leave everybody hanging. Let's keep some show going on. So we'll have a show going on for you guys. I'm going to start at the close now, and then we'll, we'll see you guys right over. Hell yeah, you yeah. heard it here first. I'm going to uh, hop off now. I'm going to end this broadcast, toss it over to Mitch. Brian, are you going to be on, on Monday? Are you going to go join um, the show? It, I'll, I'll be on for a, a few minutes. I, I'll let him do his thing.
Um, but I'll, I'll come on, not just leave everyone hanging. All righty. Um, so, so sorry if we did not get your coin today on the Moon or Bus segment. Um, if you want to find out ASAP, just shoot us a DM on Twitter. Our handles are in our names here. Um, if not, come back again on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Uh, where we will have another episode and Friday at 2 p.m. as well. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 2 o'clock. You guys know the drill by now. Um, so uh, my name is Logan Ross, co-host of our Brian Moore and Ryan McNamara. Thank you so much for watching today. We hope you enjoyed. Have a good one. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.